coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here we go. We got. We are back, old school. Because it's called the triplets here. I guess the, so. The triplets here. We got uh, Jay Foreman, Rico. I mean, I can Nick. walk out if you want. No, you all good. Yeah, we here, man. We good. Look. Why you? Why are you coming in? Don't, 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 don't do that. Why, why are you, you coming, coming in so fired up? Right, man. I, mean, I guess. Come on, Rico. that's you. Not that's be, on let's you. Not let's, be, not, let's not be sensitive. Let's man. not point this fingers. This ain't about Ralph Tresman, man. It's the. <laughs> Old School brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese and butcher shop located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. My favorite is the tomahawk, but they have seafood, on spices, on sauces, pasta, jerky, um, and a host of other, other things, too. They have sorbet, obviously, as well. That's my other favorite. Um, plus, extremely easy to get to. Parking and the atmosphere of the restaurant is... is uh, Really, really cool and inviting. So, Rico, before you came in, me and Nick, and I was talking about the dynamics of now Matt Rule has been here for almost a month, right? And his staff is somewhat set. I'm sure in his mind it is because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's other dynamics that has to be done until it's officially done. But this is his first recruiting class. It's obviously a mixture of high school kids and then obviously some – some transfer JUCO and then obviously transfer portal guys. We I was talking about or right before we you know the short segment that of the dynamics of the mindset of the guys that are presently on the roster because it's different if Matt Rule has say is in his third year and they have this recruiting class regardless of his transfer portal guys JUCO and freshmen mm-hmm. versus having a new coach that has definitely came in and and pretty much cleaned a ruffled so, some feathers uh, not necessarily just came in and just do, do do does or did what he always done kind of cleaned house he's d- heavily influential in the social media he's got all his staff all his coaches in there so you're thinking he's going to bring in these guys it's very very important for his tenure here at nebraska and for the team next year moving forward to be on track to at least win six games Mm-hmm. That you make sure that you re-recruit ju- the r- present roster just as hard, especially at some key positions here. Yes, I would say I I would like to say offensive line, but not really because it's all freshmen right now. You get what I'm saying? They're all five of these guys are coming out of mm-hmm. high school. So re-recruiting the offensive line is extremely important. It's whether important, whether you it, think that it was a bad offensive line or not, it, you're, you're not you going to want to play freshmen. Yeah, and you signed five guys. Yeah, they let you know that they need to. There's some new blood needed, and there was three or four guys that went in the portal. Mm-hmm. But where you have to re-recruit is especially on the edge, outside linebacker edge, mm-hmm. and also, um, I would say, 
maybe not re-recruit inside linebacker, but you you would have to do something because of Eric Fields and where maybe some of the guys I always say like Jamari Butler could fit mm-hmm. in to be mm-hmm. a, a a second level linebacker in say like the three three five because he has okay. position flexibility. Another position that you have to re-recruit or kind of reshuffle, let's say, is the wide receiver room. Majority of these athletes, besides, say, Jalen Lloyd, but I think he's going to get a definitely a look at wide receiver, are Malachi Coleman, Bryce Butler, Jalen Lloyd, the, the transfer portal guy from um, – Josh Fleeks. Josh Fleeks. Jaden Doss. Jaden Doss. Wide receivers by yeah. trade. That's a room that you have to address. Mm-hmm. One is huge on offense and one is huge on defense. And they're both very impactful positions in this offense that he's going to potentially bring in. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule, Satterfield, defense, you know, uh, Coach White and, and Matt Rule on defense. And those are two paramount positions that you have to make sure that are nurtured. Yes. Right? So it's it's huge. And, listen, and you throw K.Y. K- Whalen in there too as an edge. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like a, you know. The, the, the Juco Jack- out of California? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's huge, man. In the mindset, and I always, you always hear guys. I don't, oh, I don't look at recruiting classes because they never play. No, 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 no. You look, you look because you want to see. And it's not necessarily a negative thing mm-hmm. because if I'm a senior, if I'm going to be a senior, and I'd been established player, of mm-hmm. course they have to get somebody. Especially if the younger guys haven't stepped up. Yeah, have you done your job? I did. Have you? Have you? Have you developed in the way that you were supposed to? That's that's when you look in the mirror and go, "Have I done my job?" Don't lie. Don't don't lie to yourself because these are the these are the see the 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 coaches and the players' conversations definitely need to be up front and clear. But the conversation that you have with yourself, looking in the mirror, and it always reference uh, Rocky Three. When 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 Rocky was trying to get the courage and get in shape and get a little bit quicker to fight Clubber Lang. And he had to say, and, and, and Rocky's wife asked him, "Are you scared?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm scared. I'm afraid." <laughs> right? Yeah, right? And then you know, Apollo Creed said, "What's wrong with you, man? There ain't no tomorrow." And he had to look himself in the mirror. Am I really focused in doing it? And that's what you sometimes you have to. The hardest conversations you have to have within being an athlete is sometimes with yourself, and it has to be. Uh, you have to come to con- the conclusion that I have to do more, and I haven't played good enough. That conversation is a dangerous one if you if you don't have uh, you you know you're right you're talking to yourself, but if you don't have the support system that you should have, that's a dangerous conversation because that can lead you down a dark path, and sometimes it, it's hard to come back from. I was that. say lost in the transfer portal. The vo- no, it's not the tra- it's called the vortex. Yeah. That, okay. Yes. Yeah. The it, transfer it, it, vortex. The vortex that you get lost in the because vortex. you get told that you're good enough to be somewhere else. Yeah. And, and and it's always either the coach's fault, the system's fault, yep. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. They didn't do. Or they didn't do this didn't for work. me. Or you, they yeah. didn't do this for me. Uh, they didn't prepare me for this. Uh, they didn't tell me about this and that. Be like, no, 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 no. You you have to sit down, look at yourself, and and think to yourself: Have I done enough? Have I put enough work in outside of the practices that the coaches are right. having? Have I put enough work in? You know, studying my playbook to be ready for for those practices to go above and beyond and showcase the talent that I do have, the talent that I had that the coaches saw in me uh, uh, all those time. years ago. Right, and, and also it also falls on the coaches as well, whether it's Coach Rule, Coach White, Coach Satterfield, um, Pot Rose, or you know Coach Cooper, whoever it is, right, or the wide receiver coach and all these guys that come in. It also falls on them. These might be your guys, right, especially the guys that you, know, that you kind of – 
recruited outside of the, mm-hmm. the holdover class. These might be your guys. Mm-hmm. But you can't be so stubborn and bullheaded that I'm going to play one of my quote-unquote guys over a Rico that actually is playing better. Because if you want to lose a locker room, that's, that's the fast it. way you do Real it. Because quick. these guys are watching. Everything. They know. They, well, they, well, first of all, players know. Yeah. At every level, players know who's good or not. But they are also watching how, say, like I'm, if I'm the new head coach or position mm-hmm. coach and Nick's a holdover and Rico's my new recruit, how I'm treating him Bingo. And, and, and Nick is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's huge. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and that's part of re-recruiting. It re, and sometimes the simple thing to think of re-recruiting is, hey, Nick, we got to meet every, you know, every single mm-hmm. week and I got to tell you that you've you got a shot and make you feel all warm and fuzzy. Then you go out and do the same thing that you've been doing for three or four years. Re-recruiting is actually kind of what Matt, Matt Rule did today in the press conference. Back up your words with actions yeah. and the actions of recruiting who he said he's going to do. But then for me as a position coach, if I say, hey, look, I'm going to give everybody a fair chance and the best guy's going to play. And Nick's the guy that, that's the best guy, and mm-hmm. he plays. Well, and that's what he was saying about the uh, – uh, so he was asked about Tony White and what makes why, – why he was kind of attracted to hiring Tony White. And it was, you know, was it the three three five defense? And and Matt Rule went off on talking about his days at Temple and Baylor and how they ran different defenses and they found guys that fit to what they wanted to do. And he ended it by saying, "I don't care what defense we run, we're going to find the best football players." Right. And, that's and so it's one of those things where he it's said like, it's not I, necessarily it, that we're going to run a three three five, although that is what. Tony Elliott is known for doesn't mean they're going to run it. They're yeah, going to yeah. run the defense that works. Yeah, Tony White is no, obviously known for his, his defense at Syracuse and stuff, but I, yeah. I don't think Matt Rule cares, or, or Nebraska fans especially. Yeah. I, I, frankly, I don't care. I don't give a damn what kind of uh, defense you run. Right. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't matter. What, I mean, first of all. Can I can I butt in real quick? Barry Jackson ain't coming here. Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Yep, there it is. You want Cincinnati? Yep. Well, then I guess we can just check him off the list, which, it, yep. which probably – is a smart that, decision that, for that him. wide receiver room was getting crowded. Yeah, two, well, two well, minutes ago, committed one hundred percent. Go Bearcats! It, it's yeah. a smart decision for him. Let's be honest, and and you can't be mad about it because it was a previous staff recruit. He's a good, yep. he's a good player, but you know maybe he, obviously by them going out and getting a ton of guys at his position, um, lets you know that you know maybe they were you know they would have took him, mm. but they are also not upset that he's going somewhere else yeah and yeah we also don't know what you know things how things transpired he did visit this weekend we don't know about conversations right um that could have of hey listen man let's just go our separate ways or you know we said we're it, you know we we are offer you we're honor yeah you, exactly. we're honor the offer um but we're also not opposed to you looking other places because yeah. you know what people don't and, and that's respect to matt rule and company yeah, well, sure. Transparency. Sure. Trans- Transparency. That's what you honest. Want. That's what you want. Right? Because, because without and, control. And, and then that, that comes back to help you out in years down the road. Right. Because things get around. And if it's on the flip side of that where Matt rules, uh, hey, man, yeah, yeah, let's let's get you here. Let's get you here. Then treats him like you said, crappy. Right. Then that comes out five, ten years down the road right. where Matt Rule talks about we want to – why are coaches that are former players always on his staff at places? Why is he giving the chance? Because they – know who he is they right. that's how like that he talked about that process today and i guess you can talk about that with barry jackson to where somebody knows barry a recruit next a recruit six years down the road if matt rule's still here knows barry jackson yeah man they treated me right they they, they treated me right they, they like, were honest with whatever them. happens and, and that's right. a, that's obviously a hypothetical situation but you never know 
Yeah, you never know because not only is Barry Jackson, it's Barry Jackson's high school coach. It's yeah. Barry Jackson's trainer. It's Barry Jackson's seven-on-seven seven clubs. And these kids play on multiple clubs, mm-hmm. um, even crossing over state lines to play with each other. Social so, media. Social media yeah, where you could just yeah. – and they follow each other. You hit up a DM, and yeah. and word gets around so Very quick. quickly. Yeah. Hey, so what do quick. you what do you think of so and so? It's like, oh, you know, I talked to him this, and you know, it didn't work out there, but you know, they they were nice to me. They were yeah, good. Or to at me. least they were honest, and that's usually what athletes will be, deal with. It. You can gl- deliver a message as long as you're being you know upfront with them, and they can deal. They might not like it, but they'll deal with it. So, um, you know, that's another domino that didn't fall our way, which is you know you can't be a hundred percent. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, when or anything happens, obviously with Cornelius or Mr. Scott from ASU, see where these guys end up. I think that I think if they could get Scott, which seems like a more realistic get, it could really, really help out not only the class ranking but also a big need uh, as far as you know settling down the offense line because it's a center position, mm-hmm. the guard position and tackle position. I don't obviously I'm not going to say it's easy to fill, but the center position is so unique because. It's a marriage between him, the quarterback, and the offensive coordinator. And no other position on the offensive line has that. Because he has to he has to, you know, lead all four other guys and they all have to work in unison. Mm-hmm. But then he has to be on the same page as the, the quarterback, who obviously has to be on the same page as the offensive coordinator. Then when you talk about like the relationship between a center and a and a quarterback, you always think of what Peyton Manning talks about Jeff Saturday and where he would sometimes make sure when getting in and out of a pass protection that maybe Peyton sometimes would miss and Peyton hardly ever missed, but that's when you have to be on point. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see, you know, center and quarterback combinations play for so long in the NFL. One is familiarity Two, They help each other out. And that's why it's so imperative. If you do draft a young quarterback in the NFL, or you bring in a young quarterback in college, you have to have somebody there to help him eased away because it's so huge mm-hmm. and really to coach Donnie or coach Rayola's uh, credit their best offensive lineman was Hickson this year most consistent in my opinion was Hickson no the guy that kind of been passed over at times didn't play well obviously he played behind Cam Jurgens, so you're not gonna play yeah so he came in in his last year a walk-on and was Easily the most consistent offensive lineman out there. Yeah, it was it was a bumpy career. I mean, it, it is a bumpy career for for Trent Hickson because he it was a, a career of it's been a career of of getting pulled and kind of lost in the shuffle there for a couple years. And then I, I remember having the conversation of, all right, sounds like Trent Hickson's going to be the the starting center. Um, even though it was like, a question mark. That was that was the remember the conversation last year was when Scott Frost came out and was like Turner Corcoran can play all five positions. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh no, is Turner Corcoran going to center?" But then, what do you do at right tackle? Like, you had all those conversations coming out, and it was like, it it was that that idea of they just had to throw Trent Hickson in there because that's all they had. But then, like you said, uh, most most you know most consistent. He was always there. We have a good good question here from Big Slim. He says, uh, "Holy cow." the not so very good show of weather right now. <laughs> yeah, the, or Lincoln. Lincoln's uh, been issued a yeah. snow emergency after 8 p.m. tonight. Oh, that means lock in, Rico. He, he asks, oh, who of the transfers? <laughs> I want to ask. We'll go around right before we get. Who of, of the transfers are you most excited to watch? Uh, just Rico. the transfers. Yeah, that's what that's what my man Big. All right. Oh, go ahead, Rico. Got, so Rico? I am stuck between uh, Chief Borders 
and Josh Fleeks. I'll make your pick easy, Josh Fleeks. You're Josh Fleeks, and you're. I'm stuck between Chief and Josh Fleeks just because Chief Borders. I it just getting having that elite pass rusher, having somebody who's who's thought of as an elite pass rusher coming out of high school would be something amazing to have. That's something that Nebraska hasn't had in a while. You had two. You had two solid pass rushers in Garrett Nelson and O'Shawn Mathis. But if Chief Borders is is that dude. Then that that would be amazing to see, but yeah, I, I might go with Josh Fleeks just because I love the speed, man. I'm I'm gonna go with Jeff Sims because I want to see, mm-hmm. I want to see if these guys can get the best out of him. I mean, what I mean is, yeah, it's, what, what I mean is, is he's been in and his freshman year, he handled himself really well, and then he got a little bit of injuries, and but he's played well, but on short spurts, so. He's a he's like a he's probably all for all of us, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, he's he was be, the first year he, after no triple option, right, right? Right, and and he's the quarterback of first one of Matt Rule that he's got. Yep, and he's going to be the guy that's taking the majority of the snaps in the spring, whether people want to say it or not. Well, well, health wise, also. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because he's the only that, guy. That, that's not that's not us saying Casey Thompson doesn't right. have a shot, or it's well, just him being health healthy wise. enough to take it. So yep, then you're yeah. you're going to see him the healthiest likely, healthiest which, eldest. Scholarship quarterback. Which who knows what that means for what transcends in the fall, but that's a conversation. Because your, right. your top three are, all had surgery, right? Top two of last year. Casey, Casey, Logan, and Chubba. Yep, all had surgery. Oh, yeah, Chubba right. had ankle surgery. Again? Dang, homeboy like the Tin Man. Anyway, <laughs> the guy I'm going to pick. But he's he's watching 49ers games. I don't care what. I mean, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> I, the, the guy I'm going to pick is, 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 is uh, Waylon. From Sacramento, yeah, California. You like Kai, mm-hmm. yeah. You like, and Kai the reason well. why is he has, uh, you know, it's not necessarily expecting big dividends. I just want to see where he's at when the season starts, when when fall camp starts, and and what they do with him as far as his. I mean, he's a legit six five six six. It ain't a guy that's like six, you know, like NBA. Like Barkley always said, he was six five. <laughs> Barkley ain't number six four. <laughs> See, this guy's a legit six five six six. Uh, he's a he's a knee and waist bender, so he can get low. Um, definitely raw, but he, you could tell on his tape he loves to play football. So when you're thinking of a three three five, whether they want to say they're going to run a three three five or not, White played in, he played in a three three five, and that's the only thing he didn't coach. Now I will tell you this: <laughs> when you see his defense, it's different than it's not a standard three three five, but. I would say Waylon is who I'm most excited to see, just to yeah. see where he ends up. And he I watched, might not be this year. I watched yeah. a little bit of a, a little bit of his film. What's what? What do you call that? He just it's like a stiff arm. He just puts his hand yeah, in the it, chest, gets it's low, just, it's and it's just yeah, it's just guy, shoving him. For, yeah, for a, for a six six guy, he plays with really good leverage. Now, granted, it's JUCO. Yep, but mm-hmm. he's playing with leverage. It doesn't matter who you're going against. So I'm I'm really excited to see him, um, along with the other guys. But I really yeah. want to see what he's going to do. And uh, you know, Chief Borders is you know he's going to garner a lot of attention just based on yeah he's bringing a ton of swag up here. Yeah, I I, th- I think there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a, a con- not a connection but a, a personal like interest for me in, in Josh Fleeks just because he was a guy that was actually recruited out by Nebraska out of high school. He was a guy that was between Nebraska and Baylor, and I remember doing research on him back in in 2018 when he was deciding between Nebraska and Baylor. And, I mean, this was a guy that was – when Nebraska wanted to recruit speed, that was that that mantra in 2018. Right. And he was a guy that had a 10-4-100 or 10-3-100 and a, a 21.4-200. Was that fast, Rico? Yes. That's okay. Coming out of high school? Fast. Coming yes. out of high school. Nebraska and has now has three guys – 
th- hold on. Four guys on their roster who have run sub ten five hundreds. That is that fast? That's yeah. that's blazing for high school because you have Malachi who ran a ten five or a ten four, a high ten four. Jalen Jalen Lloyd who ran a ten four could have gone faster. Um, Barry, uh, uh, not Barry, the Bryce one at uh, Bay Bryce City. Turner. Bryce, Bryce Turner, Turner runs a ten four, and now Josh Fleeks runs a ten three. Yeah. So they've got burners. Yeah. So I mean, th- that's the thing. But do is, they play that speed though? Well, I know that Jalen Lloyd does. Like Jalen Lloyd does. I know. Jalen Lloyd everybody does. Everybody else has to play at that speed. I mean, it's well, great it's, to have it's, these guys out there like, running fast. I want to see you play like that. It's not like Josh Fleeks was just completely invisible at Baylor either. He, I mean, it was a guy that he had he had over seven or close to seventy catches. I want to say in his career at Baylor. So I mean, like. It was incorporated. He's, some, I mean, he's the, been there. Yeah, it's kind of like he's been active. Like I said, he he was five eleven one one uh, one seventy coming out of high school, and here he's listed at six foot two hundred four. So if you want to take that off, five so eleven. Like, so it's a little bit like Trey, Trey Palmer. So, you know, I mean, has stats. This is a big opportunity for him. Yeah, one mm-hmm. year in, in a spot yeah. where once again he is the he is the mold of what Matt Rule says he wants. Well, we're gonna see. That's what you know what it is. You ever seen that that uh, guy that was gonna fight the other guy in, in, in on Instagram? We said nothing but air and opportunity, not and sucked all the air up out of here. Yeah, he. he what's up? Yeah. Then we're gonna see. And that's the worst part about all this is because <laughs> I love that video. That's, that's the worst. That's the worst part about all this is because like we look at the recruiting class and and for I mean however many years on in a row like we we're intrigued by what's on paper, and we don't get to find out until next August. Oh, we're gonna see pretty soon. You're gonna see in winter conditioning because this right here. I guarantee you, there's a group text going around about how many offensive linemen that came up in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ain't sleeping. You you going you, you gonna have a nice Christmas, but don't think you're gonna just be drinking a whole bunch of eggnog and a whole bunch of prime rib and all that stuff and think you're gonna put on five pounds and just kind of work your way. You better come in and come with it. Yeah, because there there has to be one of these guys that's in the rotation this year. You gotta hit, you know. And so, anyways, good segment. We're going to go into break. We're going to come back, and we're going to just – I'm going to have each of us pick our top five. I was going to say, do you want to do a that's super easy. six? No. That's, 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 what, that's what other does. people do. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, gonna, we're not other people. We're, we're going to yeah, do our right. fabulous five. How about Fab, that? Fab, uh, Fab, Fab, fabulous five, five coming five. out. You got the Michigan game tonight. You're thinking Michigan. That's why oh, you're thinking well, No, I wasn't, five. but I'm mad at it, though. Fabulous five coming back after this break. Jay Foreman, Rico, and Nick will be back. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket's coverage of early National Signing Day. Sponsored by Live Hydration Spa. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.